I'm trying to like I was trying to keep the mic away, but this I just can't. You know what happens when I start laughing? I like have to go through the. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> you know I'm not taking this out. <laughs> oh, I can't. You're not gonna edit this? No. <laughs> oh it's my going, god! It's going. I little edit. <laughs> Welcome back to the Avion Experience. This is our our episode where I am joined by my lovely soul, AV. What's going on, love? Not much. How are you? I'm doing good. This is a joint podcast with both of us on it. And so this is a, AKA, uh, this is Pablo Moon on the, on the microphone. Oh goodness! So uh, just right off, the, right from jump, right from jump, we talked about this a little bit earlier today, and I kind of wanted to uh, mention it again here on this platform because I feel like there's a part of me that wants to get into this a little bit more, perhaps, and I'm not sure. And so what we were talking about earlier, I'm just going to fast forward and to the punchline, which was a a quote that I heard that said. Um, what is it? Uh, good enough now is better than perfect later. Good enough, good enough now is better than perfect later because most of the times, as I'm picking that up, we wait for perfect, and so we never, we never launch. We never, you know, we 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 allow the resistance to stop us because we keep on saying it's not perfect. It's not perfect. We're waiting for this imaginary concept of perfection because we're comparing it and we hold on to it so good enough now so for those of you listening good enough now is better than perfect later yes why such a long pause i'm just admiring our scenery here in our studio upstairs where we have our beloved gracie and Jingle Bells and Shiva while we're sitting here um, recording this podcast. Which goes back to the reason why I wanted to talk about this because earlier we were going to be recording this outside. Again, Nature Podcast Part 2. And we, we weren't able to do that and perhaps for the next one we will. And the whole premise of it, because I imagine myself already with you having this conversation and what it was is that, and I said this earlier to you, is we can have all this stuff, you know, this all these compressors and these equalizers and these things that are like lighting up, and you know, and that's great. But what I'm realizing is that the simplicity of just having, you know, this portable handheld thing with mics and just going outside in nature is good enough now. You know, instead of having to wait and sit behind the, the desk and the compressors and equalizers, and it's great, and don't get me wrong, but I'm really starting to fully understand what good enough now means. I feel it means stop procrastinating. 
Isn't that where you're going with that? Um, it, it's almost as if I think that we are, you know, I mean, I'm coming from an observation point that we are our worst critics. And so knowing that, knowing that we are our worst critics, perhaps, again, that's an egoic critic, that you'll just never put your stuff out there. You'll never launch. You'll never do anything because, you know, you have this imaginary concept of this ideal of perfect is, you know, and, and you know, you know, I know that. And I say this, that I do believe that everyone's perfect coming from a mindset of being okay with who I am, who people are. But when it comes to, well, I'm not going to do this thing until I have this idea of perfection and then I'm going to put it out there. That's where, you know, the procrastination, the resistance, well, no, I'm going to wait and I'm not going to put it out there. And those are the things that stop us from, you know, from doing whatever is required to really connect, you know, with our, with our Dharma. Right. Well, the other thing is too, is that it's not even just procrastinating or waiting for perfection. It's slowing and staying stagnant because we're just in the perpetual loop of non-movement. So doing something now versus waiting until later, obviously I have a belief system that if we wait, then the universe is going to wait also. So it's a matter of putting information and content out there. Obviously not where it's just fly-by-night-ish. I mean, clearly we're not saying that either. There has to be some intention and thought behind it, but it's not to the point of being debilitated. Let's take Gary Vee, for example. He says you don't have to have all this equipment to do a podcast or a fancy camera, you can just do everything off of your phone. Right. Right? So uh, we have some fancy equipment, but it doesn't mean that you can't do a podcast off your phone or record a video, just put content out there. Right, right. And that's, you, you know, and, and that is so challenging to, I don't want I'm going to say so challenging to accept. I know it sounds weird to use the word accept. But it sounds so challenging because we get inundated with getting the the newer, better thing to order to do your thing. Mm-hmm. And what we don't realize, and, and I'm and I'm victim to this as well, is that what you have, once again, I'll be using this word, what you have right now is good enough to even know if it's something you want to do. Right. Just start doing it. I feel that the biggest challenge is, is having, if we, if we pull it back a step further, it's actually the confidence or the trusting or the knowing to put yourself out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. So everyone's buying equipment, but they're not buying confidence. Correct. <laughs> you know, I was just having a beautiful conversation with a beautiful soul earlier today, and we had this beautiful dialogue about... Um, how do I even even start this? A beautiful dialogue about the tangible versus the non-tangible. Confidence is non-tangible. You can't necessarily touch it. You feel it, but it's not outside of us. It's within us. We have a tendency that our world that we live in is based on the tangible. So things, the equipment, stuff, Mm-hmm. to make ourselves sound better. Right. Although equipment does make ourselves sound better versus 
good equipment versus bad equipment. But it doesn't mean that you have to not, again, do anything. It's just about putting putting yourself out there and making it happen. Right. So the thing is, is that going back to what you're saying, it's almost as if it doesn't matter. <laughs> what, what are you laughing about? So for those listening, so Grace has this thing, which I don't know what, I don't even know what you would call it. But whenever she gets on the couch, if there's like a pillow in the way, she like looks like she's fighting it. So she like, and so she pushes it and kicks it and, and her face, her hair gets all jacked. It looks like she gets into a, like a wrestling match with the thing. Like she's, it's, and all she does is so she can just toss it uh, to the ground because she doesn't like pillows on the on the couch when she's no, so she just now. decided to do this when we started recording and so now she's up here after she just fought with the pillow right and she's all huffing and puffing she's all like <laughs> worn out so she's getting into a fight oh oh love bug you're so precious oh my goodness yes. it's so and then we're, well why not right this is what we do we jump into all kinds of topics uh we're all over the map and why not but, you know, next week as you're listening to this, you know, um, Grace will definitely be uh, having her surgery on the, on the 18th of April. As you're listening to this, she has a uh, torn uh, ACL, right, ACL? Mm-hmm. And so they're going to uh, put, they're going to make her into the bionic woman. They're going to be putting, you know, some metals in, into, her, into her knee. And so we've done what we needed to do from our end. There's still a few things we need to do in the house to you know kind of prepare for these next following weeks for her recovery well i think that's something that we should share what we're doing because i feel it's important that we share what we're doing here to prepare her for the best possible outcome obviously most people know by now that you and i don't have human children we have fur babies which are our children so gracie sleeps with us uh in the bed along with our cats so there's five of us in um, a king-size bed uh, and we wouldn't have it any other way and so what we're doing is that we're you are probably this weekend uh, taking the bed frame apart and putting the mattresses on the floor so we can be as close to her as possible and she doesn't have to jump up on the bed after her surgery. Now, obviously, we have two floors of the studio and there's, I believe, 22 stairs um, going up and down. So there's a lot of stairs. And so we put a makeshift potty out on the deck for her so she does not have to go up and down the stairs. So just making it as, as quiet as possible. Her surgery is the 18th, as you mentioned, which is a Thursday, the Thursday before Easter. And we will not be having meditation that weekend, clearly. So it's an opportunity for her to stay quiet and us just to be here with her. So, um, so many prayers and uh, love that's coming towards her. So if you can keep all of us, especially Gracie, in your prayers um, Thursday, that would be appreciated. And she does have to stay overnight. 
which I wasn't too thrilled about that. And we wanted to be with her clearly, but we've also been assured that she needs to stay because she's in the best possible care, you know, for pain management and so on and so forth. So we pick her up Friday morning uh, from the surgery center and then are able to bring her uh, back home. So uh, that's going to be a little hard being away from her and knowing that she's going through this. Right, but, but you know, it's, it's for her best interest. Right. I mean, it's what's definitely on the other side of it. And, you know, and this, I get these are the, the conditions. And I guess it's, it's a thing with that, with her type of breed that, you know, I've been hearing an awful lot about it with a lot of dogs. I think, though. I think people say that when they can't explain something. Like when they can't explain the, 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 the whatever you want to call it, the logistics behind it, that's like a default thing. Like, oh, that's part of their breed. Or like, you know, well, she, now nah, I'm just saying, just example. Well, she throws up every time she eats and someone say, oh yeah, well, that's part of their breed. Well, that's a really big difference. Well, scenario. I'm not, well, I'm saying is that that's like a default thing that most people will always say when you can't explain something. I wonder if there has to be something bigger going on with these dogs or why all these dogs are having their knees blow out. So I don't know what that is. Because we've heard a lot of stories. And then they say that the probability of one going, then they're going to have to have the other one done. Like the probability is so high that that happens. Yeah. I, I like, don't know. Holy smokes. Yeah, that would be, that's a good research paper. So, because I, it probably is a lot deeper. Surface level is what people are saying. Oh, well, that's the breed. That's surface level because that's, that's easy. That's surface. Right. But the deeper part of the reason why, that's where really the interesting nuggets are. And, but by the way, I do want to say this before, before we forget. We definitely, definitely, definitely um, want to give a massive shout out to everyone who, um, who bought the, the Grace bracelets. And, you know, obviously, uh, you know, all of that was going to um, Grace's surgery. And so, I mean, and even if, you know, there were even people who, who didn't get the bracelet, but instead they just donated, you know, 5 or $10. And I mean, and every single thing was so appreciated. And we would have done it either way, of course, because we don't want to, you know, we don't, we don't like seeing any animal in pain or any human in pain. But, you know, the fact that, you know, people, want, you know, wanted to do, do it for Grace because, you know, what Grace has done for people, you know, even when she's right. hurting. You know, she's still loving. She's still loving. She's healing. She's, you know, doing her, her work. She doesn't know any other. She does not know any other life that's not healing. Right. You know, like most dogs, I guess, get the newspaper and bring it back. She doesn't know that because that's not a role. Her role for her is healing. Yes. And she greets everybody. We just had a concert at the studio last night. and Yeah, it was pretty cool. Very cool. And a lot of people didn't even know that she had her leg because she greeted everyone mm -hmm. and loved on everyone. And only when you see her lay down for a while and then she tries to get back up, then you're like, oh, yeah, there it is. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's when they notice it. Yes. Little baby girl. Right. She's quieted down now. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it was exhausting. It was a wrestling match. With a pillow. Right. But actually, this is, uh, this is, but this is really what I want to talk about today, tonight, this evening. And, uh, and I talked about this before, uh, but it's, 
I was contemplating what you know what to call it, and I was and I and I imagined myself writing this post, and in this post I titled it, "I traded in my Apple Watch for beads and bracelets." That's like the name of the post. It's imaginary, so it's not out there, so don't even look for it, unless you want to write it. But so the whole premise is this: is and I and I said this to you a while back, and I don't remember. It was, and it was come through a meditation. I believe it was a meditation when I heard and I was talking to you about slowing down. Like somebody in this meditation, and I'm not sure what it was, was telling me to slow down. And, and I was saying like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm pretty slow. I go any slower, I go backwards. And I remember saying this to you a while back and I don't know the premise of it now. But interestingly enough, even though I don't remember the whole concept of it, I'm beginning to understand it. And so, for those listening, you know, I'm a huge, um, you know, technology nerd and, and an Apple nerd. And, and I decided uh, to trade in my Apple Watch. I mean, I haven't traded in. I use it for an alarm clock now, an expensive alarm clock. But You should sell it. Yeah. Yeah, I probably will. I need to sell mine. You don't even, I even don't even know where yours is. I don't even know, I forgot you even have one. I think it's in my drawer. Yeah, yeah, we we can do that. We can post that. And so I, I, so I, I traded in my Apple Watch for beads and bracelets, which you know, of course, I'm wearing the Grace bracelet because you know why not. But there's something interesting happening, is that I feel more connected. Like, and this is going to be even weirder. And this is, I mean, I'm feeling more connected to nature. I, and if you know, if you listen to this. Listen to the previous podcast where I talk about that being in nature. You've been talking about nature a lot lately. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at everything that we've been teaching here at Avium Studios here in, in Michigan. Definitely come and check us out um, and avianacastro.com. And then, you know, Avium Studio, we got the address there to, our, to where we're at. But we've been doing a lot of events here, a lot of workshops, classes here at um, Avium Studio that really have been connecting with nature. I mean, so we did the Tao, which of course is nature. nature, you know, and then we did the, the seven spiritual laws of success. And for me, that that's based in, I mean, not every law is based in nature, but, you know, I would say if seven of them, to me, I felt like at least four of them for me was based in nature. And so I almost feel, and then, I don't know, it's, it's just, I think, the problem, and I said this in the previous podcast, the problem with our society is our disconnect from nature. Do you feel, I'm just curious, do you feel that one of the reasons why you're connecting more with nature, this is probably surface, I'm just curious though, that we've been cooped up all winter and we had a harsh winter mm -hmm. this year, mm -hmm. being in the Arctic and so on and so forth, where now the earth is starting to breathe and it was 70 degrees here today. Right. Gorgeous. Right. And this whole nature identifier with you has been over the last, I'd probably say three to four weeks when the weather's starting to break and mm -hmm. the earth is breathing more and there's more movement. So I'm just curious, have you thought about that? Um, no, I have not thought about that. And that's a, that's a, that's a great observation. And perhaps I can study that and see if, if it's true to that. 
But I almost feel like for me, it just comes from the idea of uh, slowing down and the idea of just being in this in this place. And, you know, and, and we talked about this, about the fact that, you know, taking the watch back off. And we did this experiment many, many, many years ago where we decided, you know, time doesn't exist. And, you know, time is a human construct. We made it up. Now we're manipulating time. We move it forward. We move it backwards. And we do all these weird things with time. And so at the time, it, at the time, years back, we decided like, well, we're not going to wear watches. I mean, you always know what time it is. I mean, it's everywhere. It's on your phones. It's on walls and other people. So it's not like you'll never know. It's in your car. It's in your car. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. So the whole idea was, why do I need to speed up time by having it constantly on my wrist and always looking and speeding time up and speeding time up? Because time is, it's a gift and a curse. I don't like that C word. Well, it's a double-edged sword. Okay. Yeah. But then, but the whole point of it is having it, you know, on your wrist and you're always I mean, how can you be present if you're always, you know, looking at your watch to see where you're supposed to be or where you're going to be? And getting notifications all of the time. Yes, which is, and I think, again, double-edged sword, where it's really cool to have a watch and, you, you know, okay, now you're getting notifications. Well, I mean, the ability to be able to, to receive it is cool. But then it, it always, it takes you away, you know, like. It takes you away, yeah. 100%. I remember I wore my watch to the movies and I had to take my watch off because it kept, you know, that vibrating you, yeah. that oh, notification, notification, notification. I'm like, oh my heavens. I mean, yes, notifications are great. However, a watch is attached to you and you feel it every single time. Whereas if you put your phone down, like right now the phone is down there's notifications going off for sure but i'm it's not taking me away from this experience here whereas if i would have had the watch on it would be boom right boom. yeah and so i mean this so this is the point that i'm at where you know by again and, and so so this has been you know i i so this is the series 4 so you think they come out with a watch every year well, I think it came out three years ago. So I've been, you know, kind of going off and on wearing this watch for three years now and uh, three and a half years, however long it's been. And it's, it's, I almost feel like I'm, I'm remembering, I'm going back to this, to this idea of, you know, it's okay. It, it's okay to slow down. It's okay to, 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 to observe. It's okay to, again, you know, in the comparison, I mean, it, if we would have done the Dow, the class last, if we would have done it in January, I probably would have come to the same recognition of nature because it's, the whole book is based on it. And, and I'm so grateful when we're doing these classes because it allows me to kind of go through it again. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. There's so much, um, there's so much, you know, convergence. With, with with the words in the Tao and nature. I saw you reading that book again yesterday morning. Yeah, I was I was kind of going through it because there were some some key verses that I that I'm trying to extract and but I'm realizing that I I really align with the, all the verses between uh, twenty and and twenty nine in that group grouping. I, I'm really aligning with those for whatever reason. I'm not sure what it is right now, and I wasn't trying to understand it. 
But I, it's, it's again, I'm, I'm going back to this place where, uh, as, as, as an observer, as someone who's, you know, speaking or trying to speak less, trying to listen more, being in tuned, and so, the first, my word for the year is, you know, easy. Have you been still calibrating with that? I, I have, but it's shifting because, well, I mean, it's still easy for the whole for the year. And so now I'm in kind of like, well, let me calibrate, you know, what does, what does, uh, slow, what does slow look like, you know, and, and case in point, you know, how I'm eating now. We talked about this yesterday. Yes. You know, eating, you know, I don't want to say once a day, like it's some kind of Bible-y thing or whatever, like some kind of, you know, construct I'm making, but, but by eating less per day, whenever I do get the chance to eat. I'm really savoring what I'm eating. I'm not just consuming and throwing things, shoveling things in my mouth. You're more in gratitude for what you're eating. And I think that's important. I think we've, it's easy to tell people to be in gratitude, but how many people are in gratitude? Probably, I know there's a lot of people in gratitude, but I'm sure that they could be more intentional with their gratitudes. Right. I mean, but can you really be grateful, right? So now, I, I believe you can be grateful and hopefully people don't have to go to this extreme, but when you take something away. So I've taken away, you know, more or less eating, you know, a total of two. I was, so if I was eating three times a day, I've taken away eating two of them. And so by taking those two away, I'm able to appreciate the one I have. So if, if your house isn't taken away, how can you appreciate that you got a roof over your head? Right. I understand that. It's similar to what I'm experiencing with what I'm doing, which there's been so many people asking me and sending me messages about uh, this whole regimen that I'm on. So I, I'm actually on f- week five today. Week five? That's, week five. Yeah. It's gone by pretty quick. It's gone by really fast. Probably not for you, though. No, it has. Yeah. Uh, so... Five weeks ago today, I started a juice cleanse from Vibe Well, mm-hmm. a beautiful juicing place here in Michigan that has all organic juices, which is really like 10 times better. Yeah. So I started this. I, I Well, let me, let me take it back. So I got back from Mexico, and Mexico was uh, organic foods and beautiful, fresh, prepared foods and juices when you're on retreat. And I came back home and all of a sudden I wanted, I just heard that I needed to do a juice cleanse. And so I saw that Vibewell was doing one, so I hopped on that wagon. And it was great. It was really, really good. I felt really good. The first three days were horrible. I think we've talked about this we're going through withdrawals you know we eat relatively good however you don't know (laughs) you don't know how good that you're eating or how much better you can be eating when you remove everything at this (laughs) all at once so when you're on this five-day cleanse you don't eat except for juicing and 
a little bit, tiny salad, a salad, and that was only a salad every other day, and the rest were juices. So that was the first three days were not so pleasant, and then the fourth day was magnificent. Once you get through that third day, and then after the fifth day was done, I'm like, I don't want to be done with this. So I contacted Bibewell and said, I want to keep going. Is that okay? And they said, Sure, absolutely. We'll we'll continue to supply the juices to you. And uh, I picked which juices I wanted. And now I have a little, <laughs> it's funny, they created an Aviana button on the register. So, oh, wow. uh, so I pick up my juices on Mondays and Wednesdays and it's indefinite until I say I'm done. But what I've also incorporated is fasting, which I never, ever, 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 ever thought I would do. It was never appealing to me. Just when I heard the word fasting, it's, ew, like there's no possible way. I, I do too many sessions. I need the energy. You need that fuel, yada, 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 yada. But I heard that the same voice, the same energy, the same non-tangible that we were talking about earlier, I heard the voice of spirit say, you need to try fasting. And I'm like, okay. And I also said, but I can't do this alone meaning I, I needed to be guided through this. It wasn't something that I, I didn't want to go through more cravings or go through another three-day detox. So I said, I need you to help me, meaning spirit. And they have, because you've heard me on a couple of nights. Man, I could, I could, I could right. eat the house because <laughs> I was so hungry. Uh, but I didn't. You know, I would just grab a piece of fruit or just like I'm drinking my juice right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and you just keep going and you just keep going and you just keep going. And I'm down 15 pounds in five weeks. So I feel good. So a lot of people are asking about this. And my suggestion is find a local juice place by you that's organic, that you you like and you feel the integrity of their business. If you're here locally, Vibe Well, would, I would absolutely recommend that. And I would just intuitively feel there's, it's not a pro I'm not on a program. I'm just doing what my body's telling me to do. So, uh, there's not, you know, a regimen or, and a lot of, a couple of people have asked what's your regimen. I might, you don't have one, you know, do you just listen to what your body's telling you? Obviously, you know, you're not eating fast food. You're not eating processed foods. All that's gone away. So we haven't had any processed food in five weeks. Right. That's crazy. And I, I'm actually even, you know, cutting down on, on the on the bread. Yeah, because you, yeah. Yeah, and so, I mean, we have, what's that, gluten-free bread in the we fridge? I bought a loaf of gluten-free bread for you because I know you like it. Instead of going to the grocery store and getting the... Do this regular... The other bread that is not... A fan of ours. <laughs> and it's, and I'm not going to try to act like I know what I'm talking about because I don't. But one thing I do know is that scientifically proven fasting is very beneficial for your health. Yeah, there's even some sacredness and some spirituality to it that I, that I was not aware of. So I'm, I'm not fasting like people go on these 21 day fasts or, I mean, I'm eating, but I'm juicing. I eat a salad or I eat some fruit or, you know, things like that. 
But I'm usually, right now I'm fasting about 16 hours a day Mm -hmm. without anything. And I'm good. Yeah, and and that's typically, for people starting out, that's the average. There's some, and believe it or not, there's some pretty decent apps out there that help you track. You know what I I need to get? I need to download one of those. Yeah, yeah, there's some really good apps. I mean, I think Zero is one. I'm not sure, but they bought it out, so I don't... I don't know how good it is now, but but where you hit the it's like a it's like a stopwatch, you know, and it has those those like sixteen on, eight off, or vice versa. I'm sorry, sixteen like you're where you're fasting, and then eight where you have that time frame period where you eat in that eight hour time frame. Right. And, and it also and so those listening, I mean, it also incorporates the nighttime. So like so for instance, at five p.m. You would stop eating and you wouldn't eat anymore until 7 a.m., mm-hmm. you know, which is, is doable, you know, I mean, yeah. especially when you're that close to the evening, you know, and if it's you, totally doable. Right. And so, well, what am I going to do? I have a family and kids. Well, that's a little bit more challenging if, if you're the, if you're the one cooking and, you know, you're not getting home until five or five thirty, And by the time you, you know, you get everything ready, maybe you take a shower and it's six or seven or 7.30 at night, and then you're eating at 7, 8 o'clock at night, that's just, the, your your body just can't handle that. Right. Well, that's where it takes more planning on the front end. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do meal prepping, but they also have those fabulous, because I know a few people that have, what's that called, Green Chef? Yeah, there's a few of them. Green Chef, Blue Apron. Isn't there a new one called Blue or Purple Carrot? Yeah, sure yeah, yeah. That I was thought, all I, plant-based. Yes, I thought you mentioned that. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, because I have never seen, I've never heard of that one before. I'd like to try that just to see what kind of, because obviously I have, I don't eat meat. Mm-hmm. Do you still eat meat? Yes. On occasion? Yeah, on occasion. The, I, you know, I definitely stay away if I eat meat will be chicken, um, which I shouldn't because I've seen some of those documentaries and that's the documentaries on chicken are even grosser than ever. But, you know, I, but we, it's interesting. I always, I like, you know, I like saying that word interesting, but anyway, I'm not, I don't crave it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, oh, oh, I need me. I mean, if it's there, it's there. And if it's not, it's not. Well, then you shouldn't have to eat it. I mean, I guess I do when it's, when I'm like driven and like you, you know, listen to my body. If my body says, hey, we want, you know, chicken or whatever, we'll, we'll get it. However, but I'm saying that to say this. I actually don't remember when's the last time. Well, I had chicken noodle soup. <laughs> that's a bit. Of, I mean, yeah. that's still chicken, but it's a, little, it's a lot different than eating a slab of chicken. Right now, the eat, dinner yeah, table. eating a slab of chicken on the dinner table. I could not. I don't remember when's the last time I did that. I don't remember. It's been a while since yeah. you've done that. Because ninety percent of the times when we go out, it's uh, fish, fish and chips. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know why they call chips. Although you said that you're the next time you're gonna get a salad like mine. Yeah, because that salad looked really good. Yeah. Yeah, the one that you you you're really and I've said this before to you, I wanna say it again. You're a really good orderer. Orderer <laughs> of food. Like if you ever anyone listening, if you ever have the pleasure of taking A V out, which some of you should, um, just <laughs> order what she orders. Cause she ordered you order really good. Well, I take time to check to see what's available that is in alignment you know with higher options higher vibrational options i should say 
Yeah, it just and the plates look good and everything, and then typically my plate comes out looks all jank. So I'm looking at your plate, but yeah, you're 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 a good orderer. You know how to order good food, and it looks good and it's it tastes good. It was it's really good. Yeah, so I'm gonna get next time. I, um, I'm gonna get that uh, at Serenos. Yes. Yeah, that's a good, really good place here if you're here in Michigan, Serenos. Their food is really fresh. Yeah, they. I don't think they're a chain. No. no. Uh, but just local here yeah so how do you feel now though i mean now that you're you know five weeks into this i feel good well i was sharing with you yesterday yesterday (laughs) we went out to eat and we haven't been going out to eat nearly as much as we've been before right because there's no we're not eating (laughs) (laughs) just juicing save money when you don't yes However, we did, you were having a hankering for chocolate chip pancakes. Chocolate chip pancakes. My ego wanted some. And you said they were very good. Yes. My ego was actually, which was weird, please, Chris, please (laughs) take me to get some chocolate chip pancakes. And I'm like, oh, you know, we've been doing a good job here eating the once a day thing and you haven't given me headaches. So, or you haven't given the body headaches. So let's, yeah, we can do that. But anyway. So we went to this other restaurant that you know makes good chocolate chip pancakes and so i went there and had another salad Mm -hmm. but what's interesting we saw and we had hummus we had hummus hummus was good the hummus was good and a salad and i don't know if it's because i've been eating organic dressing or like really healthy dressings i mean the the dressing that i had was an oil vinaigrette dressing but for some reason, that salad tasted heavy. Like it just—it didn't taste clean. That's the word. It didn't taste clean. Mm. Isn't that weird? Was it the dressing? You think? Maybe because you don't know what where the dressings are coming from. They're probably not organic. They're probably which that's really that's what it is. It's it wasn't a clean salad. And interestingly enough, remember we were talking, and I'm not gonna we're not gonna mention the name brand of candles that we used to burn. Remember, we used to burn those candles all the time, and then we then we got clean with candles, and then got another one of those candles, and we couldn't even we had to throw it away because it 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 burned dirty. So I think that this is what's happening now that everything's cleaning out. If you if you put something in the food that is not clean, of the highest nutrients. I can taste it. So even though it was still a salad, I still woke up a little, mm, not bad, but I wasn't as clean. Right. You didn't sleep as as, as I didn't sleep as good last night. Because almost as if your body had had it to release it. I mean, not that I had to use the restroom, but it was I was not I didn't sleep all night. Right. It, I woke up a few times. A few times. It's almost as like your body needed some extra help from your digestive system. Yes. That's what it is. That's crazy. That was an aha moment for me right there. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's pretty I like that. Yeah. No, that's pretty good. That's pretty that's pretty good when you can have that awareness to know that. But then at the same time is, is so that you only have one place you can eat now? Hmm. Maybe. Or I've just started bringing my own salad dressing. Oh. Yeah, you can do that. But that's with the assumption that it was the salad dressing and it wasn't the way the lettuce was prepped or the way the 
whatever else was in it. It could have been all that. To me, intuitively, I feel it was a salad dressing. Yeah, that's interesting. Is you know, it goes back to when when you give your your body the space. You know how how then alert we become when we're you know giving it something that it's like okay, like you can almost register everything when you give your body space. Yes. Where when when you're constantly eating, you're constantly throwing things down your throat. It's like the body digestive system says, well, "Okay, there's too much stuff going." We don't have time to study it. Just open the doors, let them all just come into our stomach. Just let it all in, let it all in. But when you give your body space, it's almost as if you're giving the digestive system security guards like a little break. And so when they're on duty, now they're on duty. And so now you... They're helping you out. Right. So you haven't had anything to eat for, you know, 16 hours. So now they're they're on duty, they're, they're sharp. And now you're giving it this food that's not in alignment and they're already blowing the whistle like, okay, hold on guys. We got something coming on here. This is not, you know, what we're used to seeing. They're just more alert. And so it also goes, I think, you well, not on think because also fasting also helps your immune system. It rebuilds your immune system faster. Well, I do notice that my nails are growing super fast <laughs> and you know, I don't usually keep long nails but they're growing very fast. My skin, holy cow. People have even said, like even in the pictures, I whenever, if you follow me on Facebook, I don't ever use filters. I'm not the person who uses filters. <laughs> so all the wrinkles show, skin tone shows, everything shows. And so people have noticed that my skin looks different, and it does. It does because it's 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 like it's being oxygenated by the new the cells that are getting fully nourished, yeah. So that's probably where the nails are doing what they're doing too. Maybe your hair will start to grow. That would be weird. <laughs> that would be so weird. But you're not juicing. No, no, I'm not. I'm not juicing. I just uh, I've been you know definitely drinking water a lot. I mean, I always drink water anyway. Um, but you did a smoothie tonight. Yeah, I did a smoothie. That was really good. I've been having a lot more fruits. And I know that fruits is not the answer to everything because I know some of them are high in sugar. But, but the fruits you're getting, thankfully, are organic. You have that that sense to know what fruits to go to and intuitively being guided to to get fruits that are not as jacked, so to say, so to say <laughs> as uh, some other ones. So I, I appreciate you being able to to do that. But yeah, no, it's... It my my body just my body just weird. I mean, it's it just operates on this weird level where, you know, I food to me is like, like I was I've never been like a food person. Like you know, to be all hyped up over food and people get all excited. <laughs> you you remember our uh, our our beloved mentor? How <laughs> we would always we'd always talk about back in the this is way back in the days. This was years years and years ago. You know, we talk about like chicken wings or pizza and he would go, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> he loved food. Oh, he loved food. I mean, he's a great, he also cooked good when he made his, his bakes, he would bake things and, but I've just never been into food like that. You know, I have a different appreciation for food. I never had a great relationship with food just because it was just consumption just to keep going because that's the program that we've been on. You know, you consume, therefore you need energy, therefore it gets you through. Whereas, oh, you know, it's lunchtime, I need to eat versus 
do I really need to eat because my body's hungry or is it because it's noon lunch that I have to eat? So that whole relationship has changed with um, time. And so having, I feel it kind of goes back to what you were saying a few moments ago with being, if you take things away, you're more in gratitude for when it arises. So when the food arises or it's time to have a juice or it's time to eat, it tastes so good. And and it's just small portions, super small, but I'm so in gratitude because you, when you don't eat and you're, you have something to eat, you're just like, oh, thank you. Like, this is so good. You know, and you just reminded me of something. So thank you for that. But so another thing that I've been doing and this all is all together. So at lunchtime, because once again, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, eating at night or whatever. I'm eating once, let's just say just once at lunch and I'm having a salad. I have some tuna fish and I'll put tuna in the salad. But one of the things I'm doing, I have been doing, is I do not have my phone with me. I leave my phone at my desk. Mm. That's where it stays. Um, my head. That's big for you. Yes. Headphones stay at my desk. And I just go with the salad. And I just sit at the table right by the window. And I'm just looking outside. And I'm just eating. Do you eat by yourself? Yeah. I'm just eating by myself, looking out the window and just having my salad. And every now and then, you know, I look around and I see, you know, people who are alone, you know, and some people together. And they're, you know, on the, they're reading on their iPads or, you know, going through their phones or doing something. And I am making the um, intention, like once again, to be present. And so I'm eating and I'm eating. I'm not reading a book. I'm not, you know, listening to any no, podcast, none of that. And um, and that's something that I've been doing. I'm not gonna say for a long time, but I've been doing it maybe for a month or so. Um, yeah, for about a month or so. That's pretty good for you. Yeah, yeah, and it just kind of all came around when you were just saying that about appreciating, you know, you're eating and, and and being more in tune with that. And so, yeah, there's I've been doing. I'm at the, I'm 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 at I don't want to say final stages. But I'm at an interesting stage where the Lego blocks are almost completed. I'm not, I know I'm not there yet, but I'm beginning to really feel and see what, what that looks like. That's good. Because you go through those phases often. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be talking about this in Maui. So for those of you listening, November 2019 is our retreat in Maui. Uh, and it's November 9th through the 16th. And so we have one room available. That's just, so we have a, we, you know, Maui does it different. It's not by people, it's by rooms. So the contract that we had with them was for 20 rooms and we're at 19 rooms in Maui. So that's going to be great. Imagine being surrounded by, you know, 30 plus people who are on the same journey that you're on, you know, and you can have great deep conversations and no one would think, like, oh, you're crazy for that. You know, it's, right. it's, it's a nice surroundings, a nice area. I really don't know where I was going with this. But, um, oh, but yeah, I'm going to talk about this in Maui, how I feel that I've gone through, I've been fortunate enough, if you want to call it that, to go through three altering shifts in my life that have been really, I mean, major shifts in my life. I've, been, I've gone through three. 
And so obviously I'm in the process now of my third one coming to where I'm seeing the the completion of it. So, you know, most people have one and two and I Do you want to share what they are or no? no? You're gonna have to go to Maui. 20, oh. 2019. Go to Maui, you'll hear the full story. But uh, you know, some people say they go through it, you know, they get a divorce or or a death in the family and that and that can be it. Or something that has a significant amount of energy or a trauma attached to it. That exactly that changes the person. Mm-hmm. See, that's where I'm really going. So someone close to you can can pass away and that is a traumatic experience. But do you change from who you were before that happened? To me, that's what I'm referring to. Because most people, I don't say most because I don't know that they lose someone close to them, but then, you know, and they mourn. And then after they mourn, they go back and it's almost like the same person that they were before right. before that. Like they haven't really changed anything about themselves. They haven't, you know, they, you know, they, they haven't like changed the way they eat, for example, or the way they walk or the way they dress. Right. You know, so that's what I'm referring to when I'm talking about these, these, these big changes is that, you know, it's just completely changing who you are. So I'm at my third one and talk about it in Maui 2019. So any uh, last words, my love? I just wanted to share this real quickly, and you're not on Facebook any longer, so I think that this is something. You're not on Facebook right now, are you? No. Uh, So I posted something this morning, unbeknownst to you, and it was uh, something pretty powerful because it's it's been getting um, a lot of feedback, which... Um, I don't know why I felt called to post it, but I did. Because it's not something that I would typically post about. Okay. So what it is, is it's a it's a picture of uh, two people holding hands. Mm. And I, here's what, here's what I wrote. Intimacy can mean many different things to many people. Christopher and I hold hands as we fall asleep. He kisses me on the forehead every morning before he leaves for work while I'm still sleeping. Oftentimes, the most subtle is the most profound. Mm. That's good, babe. Do you have any thoughts on that? (laughs) It's so so true. It's so deep. It's so simple, but yes, so deep. And it's it's true. I mean, the way we... It's it's beautiful that that we can show that intimacy with such simplicity, but yet know that you know this is that we're still there, you know, for for one another. Where it was, no matter how crazy things are, you know, just the gratitude, and I say this, the appreciation, knowing that, you know, and I said this before that I don't have to lose you to know how important you are in my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I know that, you know, hey, you know, my day, it can be tomorrow. It can be, I don't know when my day is. And so one thing I want to make sure is that when I leave in the morning, that you'll never question whether I loved you or not. And you, and you, and you, you do it with all the girls too. You make all your rounds with the girls because they're on bed, in the bed with me too. Or you find them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's 
beautiful for you to, you know, obviously I don't do it for you to recognize it, but it's, but it's, and it's mutual. I mean, it's, you know, we understand each other. And so, and, and that is not only our success within our relationship, but, you know, the success in being able to provide the other person with the freedom to, to live their dharma. You know, whether my dharma is to be in space and silence and your dharma is to heal a million people, to allow the space, you know, the, the freedom to do that, that's, that's a blessing, you know, in itself as well. Right. It's just uh, there have been people that have commented on that and said that they hope that they find that someday. And my, I have not responded to any people yet, and I will. However, for those of you who are looking for what we are very blessed to have is that you must know, you must first know that it exists and that it's available to you. If you keep saying to yourself, that'll never happen to me, or you don't believe in love or a higher vibration of love, then it won't show up. You must believe it first in order for it to come and be available to you. Yeah, can you screenshot that and, and send it to me? I might not be on social, but I, I definitely don't would like love to have that in my in my photos memory book. That's pretty cool. See you're missing out, yo. Well it makes it even more special when you tell me about it. So I, I appreciate that. Super cool. Yeah. So I just want that's what I had to share. Right. Great. So uh, once again for um all of you listening, wanna thank you for listening and, and supporting and leaving the reviews has been awesome we really appreciate that your time your energy again if you're ever in the area here at avium studios we're in uh in flushing in downtown flushing come and check us out we do our meditations religiously every sunday you can check our calendar except for easter sunday we won't be doing it but you can check our calendars on um, avianacastro.com we have some great events coming up we're doing a a, a re we're remodeling the website so you know that's definitely been work in the background uh, you know we're going to be launching that here pretty soon There's some great exciting stuff you know so we're just grateful to you and and for our ability to provide this service to to those seeking the healing perfect so with that my love have a good evening you too let's go hold hands <laughs> 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 later Follow.